Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hello, babe. It is Diana Jebbia, the host of the Believe in Bravo Besties podcast. Let's get housekeeping out of the way. Make sure you follow me on Instagram at Diana Jebbia and TikTok, same handle. Jebbia is spelled G-E-B-B-I-A. And show Believe some love. They're on Instagram at Believe Network and Believe Lifestyle. Believe is spelled B-L-E-A-V. How are you doing? I, I hope you're doing better than I was today because I feel like this episode almost didn't happen because of something stupid, okay? I have a microphone, as one might assume. You need one to do a podcast. Well, if you want the audio to sound good anyway, but that's besides the point. And I plugged it in and nothing was coming out of it. And I was like, okay, let's check the settings. Volume looked good. Restarted my computer. Everything was fine with the restart. Still wasn't working. Finally, I get into this little like part of your control panel where you can look again like deeper into the levels which I didn't before because I couldn't find it and lo and behold it said my mic is muted and I'm like why is it muted the mute button's not you know on on the microphone and the level looks fine do you know that there is a button on your keyboard with a microphone and an x on it and that will turn off your microphone because that's what I did and I didn't know that until today I leaned on it So friends, if you are being hard on yourself or doing something stupid today, just think of my story, okay? Um, We have a lot of Housewives stuff to discuss because we've got the new Real Housewives of New Jersey season 13 trailer, um, some little bit of Jen Shaw news, and then they finally put out the, well, they didn't finally, It's not like we were waiting for it, but we're excited to hear about this. They put out the seating chart for the Real Housewives of Potomac reunion, and I wanted to speculate a little bit about that, if you will. We love speculating. It's more fun to do it when friends are involved. Um, Also, if you, you know, have anything you want to say, obviously, I can't hear you right now. That's not effective. So DM me on Instagram. I love hearing from you about your Bravo opinions. Like people have DM'd me and I respond and they're like, oh my God, thanks for responding. And I'm like, dude, like I love to discuss Bravo. I could talk about it all day. So yeah, shoot me a message. I love chatting with you. I I could talk forever and then I'll probably annoy you and then I'll be like, sorry. Um, Wow. So Bravo news. I don't even know where I want to start. We spoke about last week, um, Lisa Rinna leaving the Real Housewives of New Jersey. Wow. No, she wasn't. <laughs> For leaving the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. I'm thinking about the Jersey trailer. Um, if you didn't listen to my episode, by the way, from last week, make sure you do. It was a really fun one. I had an IRL bestie. His name is Chad Liston on with me and uh we just had a blast we literally text about housewives and horror movies no joke at least once a day at least once a day shout out if you're a horror movie scream scream six trailer dropped it is phenomenal anyway back to the task at hand spilling the bravo tea on lisa renna she talked about leaving beverly hills and you know in true renna form she's gotta be 
like blah, blah, blah about it. You know what I mean? I realize that's not making sense to most people, but she doesn't go quietly, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. So um, she said, and I quote, she fucking hated her final year on The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Um, she said, well, for this is a valid one. She said it was difficult due to the death of her mother, Lois. Obviously, that's difficult. I'm going to give her that one. But this is where it gets a little funny. She said it was especially difficult due to this, quote, smear campaign that was orchestrated against her following her fight with Kathy Hilton in Aspen. And she's claiming that they didn't give both sides of the stories. And she said it was unfortunate that there weren't cameras in Aspen. It was something that happened so spontaneously. In the moment, I didn't think to turn on my voice memos. When somebody's having a nuclear breakdown, you don't think, oh, I should be filming this. Maybe it's because you're lying or I think you're lying. And also, I feel like recording someone is illegal in that sense. Like, obviously, Kathy has filled out. Oh, sorry. She's filled out consent forms to be filmed by Bravo's cameras, right? She hasn't been filling out forms to be recorded by Lisa Rinna's iPhone, which is probably what it's labeled as, you know, when you plug it in. Um, mine is princess. Not that you needed to know. But anyway... So that's number one, why you, I'm glad you didn't do it, Lisa. That would be illegal. And that just shows more of your character. I truly don't think anything like, look, I believe Kathy had a meltdown. We all have meltdowns. We've all said things we didn't mean before. I don't think it's as bad as what Lisa's making it out to be. I know this is kind of old news and I think everyone sort of feels this way and we're all happy she's off the show. But I think that Lisa found a little moment where Kathy had a breakdown and she took it and ran and she thought she struck gold, but it ended up firing back in her face. And that is literally nobody's fault but her own. But her own. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't really have much to say about her. I'm just glad she's gone, honestly. I know that's mean. I know a lot of people are going to be like, but there's no show without her. There was a show without her for, what, five seasons? Four seasons? I don't remember. Honey, we in the words of Gloria Gaynor, okay? All right. So we've got a lot to talk about with the real housewives of new jersey trailer which by the way apparently teresa judice is like oh i'm um i'm planning to move to la eventually which i'm like i'll believe it when i see it because obviously i grew up in um, new york well staten island new york which is pretty much new jersey then we moved to jersey and i just know a lot of people will stay in that same town for the rest of their lives. Like they're not going anywhere. And knowing how traditional Teresa, Teresa is and um, she's got friends in Jersey, her whole life's in Jersey. I don't think she's moving to LA. And if she does, I think she's still having a short house. So I don't think she would give up the show. I think she's trying to cause speculation here, but I'll believe it when I see it. So we got the the trailer yesterday, and it was a long one. Um, I had to divide it into two parts when I posted on TikTok because they only let you post three minutes. But I think it was like 3.42. And the first half was Teresa's wedding. And it showed Teresa walking down the aisle, and then it would cut to like another housewife at the wedding or if it was Melissa somewhere else, and then it would show a dramatic moment. 
and I am really excited for this wedding. Number one, I need to see how they got that hair hideously the way they did. I have so many questions. I wonder if she couldn't stand too close to an open flame because of all the hairspray in her hair and extensions. Um, yeah. And more importantly, I mean, I know that is a burning question we have, but more importantly, I need to know why Joe and Melissa skipped the wedding literally the day before it happened. The day before. And we have a little bit of a background. Apparently, there was some rumors that Melissa was cheating on Joe, and that's what sparked the drama. But I got to see it happen, right? I'm not a hearsay chick. I mean, I am. I love a hearsay. So... I, I just need to see it unfold. I need to get in. I love sideline tea. Like this is all reality shows are sideline tea. You are getting the tea and the drama, but you are not an active participant. You are on the sidelines where life is good. I appreciate it in reality shows. I appreciate it in real life. I don't care if that makes me a bad person. It actually doesn't because I'm not getting involved. I'm just hearing all of it and I'm chewing my popcorn and loving life. If you like sideline tea, let me know. So anyway, back to the story at hand. There is a fight, literally. Louie, good old Louie, who uh, I say that tongue in cheek. Nobody really likes him. He goes to fight Joe Gorga. And I feel like this is an exact replica of the moment where they all went on that family therapy getaway. I think it was upstate or something. And... Joe Judice is going to fight Joe Gorga and he's like blah, 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 and they like chase each other and then like Joe's fake hair like the spray black the spray paint for his hair like rubs off on other Joe's hands like it's too bad he doesn't have that again because that would just be the cherry on top but they go to fight and I want to see that happen so we are also introduced to a new housewife her name is Rachel Fuda and honest to god I think she's going to give Teresa a run for her money. She is sassy and lively in this trailer, not afraid to go for the throat and not a way like Jackie was. I think season one, Jackie kind of knew that, oh, like there's two sides here. It's Melissa versus Teresa. And I'm going to get part of this and be on Melissa's side. And that just didn't work out for her because I don't think that's in her nature. But this girl is like firing on all cylinders. I could be eating my words when the show restarts, but I, I really think she's going to um, give Teresa a run for her money. Margaret also called her, what did she call her? Hold on. It was something like, something about Tim Burton character. Oh, a glamorous Tim Burton character, which I love Tim Burton movies. And I think I'll be the judge of that. And I don't see that at all. I, I really don't. This girl looks like every other girl that lives in New Jersey, and I could say that because I lived there at one point. The tan, the hair, and all that. So maybe it's because of her bone structure, she thinks. I don't Maybe there's something I missed because I was, like, running through the trailer. Um, but, yeah, that's what Margaret said about her. She has – hold on. Let's read her uh, – let's read her little synopsis, bio, whatever – that Bravo gives on the website. Shall we? Here we go. As a mom of three, Rachel has two kids under two plus a hormonal 15-year-old stepson, a college graduate with dual degrees. Uh-oh. 
Jackie's not going to be happy about that. Rachel works full-time for her husband, John's fast-growing business, Valet King. I don't think I've ever heard of them. In addition, they're both heavily involved in John's family company, Food of Tile. Again, I don't think I've ever heard of that. Rachel and Melissa became friends after Melissa's son, Gino, and Rachel's stepson, Jaden, became tight at school. So, pause. I, I don't know, like, before I said where Jackie was like, oh, she kind of aligned with Melissa, I think this is kind of a real-life tie. Like, I think maybe they brought in one of Melissa's real-life friends and was like, hey, can you be on the show? We need to make this spicy. Anyway, um... When Rachel came into Jaden's life, she took over as the maternal figure. Oh, that's her 15-year-old stepson. And credits Jaden with being someone who opened her heart in a way she could never imagine. Rachel is under a lot of stress with more than most 30-year-old women. My age? God bless. Uh, due to this, she finds herself more involved with older friends since they can relate. I, I can relate to them too, but not for that reason, honey. Probably because I'm a grandma who goes to bed late. She met Brittany, Frank's girlfriend at the gym, and the two women built a friendship while both being trained by Frank. Interesting. I like how they're they're slowly playing back into the family dynamics because while they're not relatives of the other ladies, they are connected to them in a close way. Like, I believe the school storyline with Melissa, and if she's also friendly with Frank's girlfriend... I wonder if there's going to be a point of contention with Dolores. Um, so, yeah, lots to look forward to in the trailer. Oh, there was also a point where it looks like Jennifer and Bill's marriage is like not well, not well, bitch, in the words of Dorinda Medley, who, by the way, last week I tell you about how I saw her on New Year's Eve. Yeah. They they are having some problems, and we know last year there was the whole affair that they never discussed, and then it got leaked, and they're, obviously when you don't discuss something, it's not, it's not going to be good and fine and brush up under the rug. Those feelings will come out to play on a later date, and I feel like that's what happened in this scenario. And she's, like, washing her dishes, and I don't remember her exact words, but it was pretty much like, why am I doing all of this for someone who doesn't even do the same for me? So I'm really excited for that storyline because they always seem like such a tight couple. In fact, when I was on Bold, Bold Black and Addicted to Bravo, which shout out to Nimade Beiwu, she is the African, no, that African butterfly. Hold on. I think it's that African butterfly, not the I just want to make sure I get my friend's handle right. Yes, it's that African butterfly on Instagram. Amazing page. She's got a lot of like self-health and mental um, self-health, self-help and mental health. And of course, like Bravo mixed in there. Really awesome page. She had us on her talk show when we were talking about like how we don't want to see sex scenes anymore on Bravo. Like, yuck, don't need that. I mean, not full out sex scenes, but like the couples in the bathtub. We don't need that. And we were kind of talking about which couples we think are solid. And Jen and Bill came up. So I guess we were wrong. It happens. Um, I just found out, like, the Jen Shaw thing before, I found out that her interview with Andy Cohen was not going to go as planned. But now she made a statement. So why don't we read that together? She said... On January 6th, I, sh I stood before Judge Stein and asked him to see me not as a fictionalized character, but as the real Jen Shaw. 
I am now at a point legally, emotionally, and mentally where I can answer some questions and provide a few unknown details about my case. I want and need to share these critical facts. I owe it to those that love and support me to hear the truth. I will not be doing the one-on-one with Andy Cohen and Bravo because of their unwillingness to remove contractual provisions that would allow the network to legally make... Let's start that over. I will not be doing the one-on-one with Andy Cohen and Bravo because of their unwillingness to remove contractual provisions that would allow the network to legally make misrepresentations of me and my story relating to any and all topics prior to and during the course of my participation. This specific one-on-one interview was not part of my Real Housewives of Salt Lake City reality TV contract. I promised myself and my loving family that I would not allow this portion of my life to be sensationalized or inaccurately conveyed. Too many people have been hurt by my actions and my inability to control my own narrative. I would rather remain silent and wait until I'm able to accurately share my story than continue having complete lies and misrepresentations about me smeared across the headlines. I intend to speak and you will hear from me. I will share my story and this painful part of my life very soon. What do you think? Um, I think I always take middle ground and I really do think there is some truth to what Jen is saying. Having applied for reality TV shows and gotten far in casting and knowing people who were on reality TV, your narrative is a little bit controlled. Do I think Jen is innocent in all this? No. I feel like maybe there was also like a money issue or something. That's just speculation, not fact. It's always down to money. That's why um, Nev Campbell won't come back to screen six or so I heard. So I have heard. Very interesting development of Jen Shaw right there. She is going to be serving six and a half years in prison. We discussed this last week. And she reports less than a month from today, exactly a month after Todd and Chrisley went to their respective prisons to serve their sentences. So uh, lots of it's a big time for prison in the reality TV world. All right. There is one more thing I do want to touch on today, and that is the Real Housewives of Potomac seating chart, which I am a dum-dum. I should have saved it. Here it is. Okay, so the Real Housewives of Potomac season seven reunion seating chart. And stay with me here. I feel like these seating charts are literally Abby Lee Miller from Dance Moms Pyramid, right? Whoever's at the bottom pyramid, not so great. Top of the pyramid, like, which was always Maddie, they get the solos, they're like the golden child. So whoever gets to sit next to Andy, they're like top of the pyramid, right? And that's Karen and Giselle, and I feel like it's been that way for a while, unless I'm wrong. Um, They are always fighting, but I I don't know why they were in the middle. Listen, I get Giselle and Karen have drama, but there was some big drama with Mia and Giselle. There was some big drama with, like, Candace and everyone. So I don't know why Mia should have been, or Mia is on the end. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Um, I'll get more into that later. So next to Giselle and Karen, we have Ashley and Candace. Um, Ashley always brings the drama. There was some stuff in there with Candace's man being inappropriate with everyone. 
And that's probably why she got the second seat. And we know Ashley got in the drama on that with Karen's live stream and saying that she had a friend who Chris was inappropriate with. So they're going head to head. It really looks like at the judging by the sheet that every girl is kind of sitting across the person she had problems with. Wendy is on the right um, in the last seat. And then Robin is on the left in the second to last seat. And then Mia next to Robin, just because she was uneven. She was last again. I don't really understand why Mia got the last seat. I think she should have been moved up further. I think she should have traded places with Giselle, perhaps. But I feel like Andy was not going to put Giselle in the last seat. Um, Karen had her own drama with Sharice. So I get her being the first seat. It doesn't say if um, Sharice is making an appearance. Let me see if I can go to her Instagram and check out if she is. Does she have one? Maybe she doesn't even have one. Oh, no, she does. Sharice Jackson Jordan. I was looking up Sharice Jordan. Um, she posted herself all dolled up here. Now that's for green screen interviews. Yeah, I don't think she's going to make an appearance at the reunion, as I can see from her Instagram, but I could be wrong. Um, Karen, uh, Karen had a lot of issues with her. And Mia and Wendy are always at odds. And Robin... And Robin had the issue with the wine toss. She filmed the whole thing with Mia and Wendy. And she said that she was on Mia's side. And, um, but then she said she filmed it to protect Wendy so that she didn't do something to jeopardize her job. Like, I don't, I don't understand it. Because she was yelling at her for antagonizing and baiting Mia. Why would you put that on video if you don't want someone to lose their job? I feel like you would do that if you wanted someone to lose their job, but whatever. So that is the seating lineup. And like I said, I, I just don't agree with Mia being last seat. I think she's earned a place up. It was kind of hard because there was a lot of drama. But again, I really don't feel like Giselle did much this season. That might be a hot take. Um, but I, I know she just kind of like rides off other fights. And that's kind of what I felt like she did a lot of this season. But, you know... She maybe she did have the last seat and then threw a fit. Alleged, well, not allegedly. I don't even know. I'm making. I'm. I'm um, speculating. That's the word again. I'm speculating. We don't know. All right, besties. Um, there was no Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. I was gonna say tonight, but like it would be on Wednesday anyway. And there was nothing yesterday, so we have part one of the reunion to look forward to next week. No Jen Shaw on that. So um, join me next week. We will definitely be talking about the Salt Lake City reunion. We'll talk uh, Potomac. I just tried to find out where the when the reunion was, but it doesn't look like it's anytime soon. And that makes sense because I think they filmed it today. So duh. Um, and any other Bravo news that these Bravo liberties happen to do within the course of the week? Because, you know, they never make us short on material. Am I right? 
thank you so, so much for hanging out. As always, make sure you head to wherever you get your podcasts. Slap, subscribe, like a cute little tush. Rate me five stars. Write a nice review that I would be proud to hang up on my fridge. Follow me at Diana Jevia, G-E-B-B-I-A on Instagram and TikTok. I am so close to 4,000 followers on TikTok. And before you laugh at me, I feel like that's a lot. Okay. I just can't get there. I don't know what that is. So so help help me out, please. And uh, show Believe some love at Believe Network, at Believe Lifestyle. Be- Believe is spelled B-L-E-A-B. And they're on Instagram. All right. I'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye, babe. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.